Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome aboard. It's the special edition, the Saturday edition of Scott and Scott as we head back to the window. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we uh, show up here every single day, except Sunday, because it's the Lord's Day. But we do it six days a week, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, right here on the YouTubes, the Twitter, the Twitch, or perhaps Facebook Live. However you like to consume your live media, we're there. So thanks for stopping by and checking us out. we got a couple people here. That's right. We're, uh, we're going to talk a little NFL today. This is the NFL version week 15 COVID-19 Brown zero yeah we actually have to have a brief discussion because we didn't do it before we ended up going live we're not covering the new Monday and Tuesday games right correct correct we are covering okay as is the tradition of this show we cover just the Sunday games including the Sunday night game but we don't cover Monday and uh, we don't cover Tuesday or Wednesday games, however that may be. Right now, we've just got a Tuesday game scheduled, so no Wednesday games as of yet. We'll see how all that shakes out. Scott, I told you, I, I uh, texted you yesterday, I thought it was about plus 180 that they would pull the plug on the whole NFL weekend, bump everything back a week, and just call this one a wash, but they did not do that so far. Everything is still in place to play the games on Sunday night, including the Saturday night game. Have we talked about that game? Have we talked about tonight's game? We're going to hit that one, right? We're going to hit this. Uh... Uh, I feel like we should. Yeah. I mean, the issue we had going in for the NFL show would have been trying to give an, an early breakdown of the Browns Raiders game. Right. But of course, that's no longer an issue. So we still have, what, about four and a half hours until that Patriots Colts yeah. game starts. So yeah, yeah. yeah, we can go through it. So yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. Um, pretty much consensus. Two and a half, 45 there. Um, okay, very good. Um, let's talk about how we did last week while I'm filling in the blanks on this Patriots game. Once again, welcome everybody that's watching us live. Of course, I know most of you will be uh, checking this out later on recording. I want to remind you to catch all of Scott and I's dra uh, bowl picks. We did a video for each and every bowl game, well, at least so far. So check those out. We'll have them up about 48 hours in advance is kind of what we're shooting for somewhere in the two two days in advance of the actual bowl game to give us our best shot at knowing who's opting out, who's opting in, who's who's injured, and who perhaps is uh, having an outbreak of, uh, of the virus. So, yeah. Pretty sure I've split every bowl game so far. Uh, I got, uh, I was cold. I was cold yesterday, but I hit uh, hit the right side of the, uh, the early game there with Western Kentucky. You were on App State there, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I was leaning up stage just because I thought that they would be able to run the ball well, and the pass defense was overall pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we got more farmland, so I guess that's the silver lining because we got the over there. We did. We uh, we did. I think that's 11-1 and one in our last dozen on the farm, so that's, a nice, that's yep. a nice run for sure. And uh, we'll talk about how we did last week in the NFL. Scott, you had... Uh, the Detroit Lions team total under 16 and a half. How many weeks do you need to get to 16 and a half if you're the Lions, Scott? Well, they got the 10 in the second quarter. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Don't worry about it. It's the Lions in the red zone. And they just didn't score any more points. Yep, that was it. So you uh, you certainly hit that one. And I had what has become a very, very solid bet over the last six or seven weeks of the season. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs in the first quarter. I believe they have now... 
I don't know how many games this covered, but I know they have outscored their opponents 70-3 to in the first quarter over the last, I don't know how many games, probably six or seven. So it's a pretty good trend. Well, that was the maneuver that I had earlier in the year. I was just fading the Jets in the first quarter. You're just backing the best first quarter team in the league. Mm-hmm. The same idea. Yep, yep. Same idea, only in reverse. So that brings my yearly record to 8-4-1 and one on our best NFL picks. And you, sir, have pulled to 500 once again, 6-6-1. Six, six, and Let's one, go. Keeping yourself, uh, keeping yourself two games behind me, but within theoretical striking distance as we have four weeks left counting this week, right? I believe so, yeah. Well, I'm, are we, I'm, are, are we going to continue the show for the playoffs? I doubt it. Playoffs? Doing, playoffs? playoffs? You kidding me? I just hope we can win a game. Are you... But I'm assuming we're going to do actual just videos on the NFL, but I don't know. What well, is our plan for the playoffs? I don't know. I, I will probably do like a special playoff show, but uh, much like much like our college much like our college breakdowns, the record, of course, is just for regular season only. So we didn't count. Yeah, that's we what I figured. Count our bowl games towards our season total. I, I, uh, I, I, I gave I gave you the putt. I, I, I gave you your two footer and said, yeah, it's a winner. So. Well, I appreciate it. But speaking of two uh, two footers, by the way, I saw Tiger taking some shots today. How do you look? I saw that. He, I saw that he was out there. I haven't. Uh, I haven't had an opportunity to see how he played. Did he? Did he play I mean, any good? I mean, Tiger admitted in an interview a couple weeks ago he can play occasionally. The power's not even close to being there, and it probably never will be. But it's really just nice to see him walking. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. and I'm sure he feels the same way after uh, mm-hmm. obviously a horrific accident and lots of rehab and stuff like that. Ninja in the hizzy. What's up, buddy? Good to have you How here. How much would you actually pay, by the way, to see Tiger play live? Is there like a certain figure that you'd pay just to say I saw Tiger? Oh, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. If I if I could if I could be like right close to him, like walk the the course with him, I'd probably yeah, pay in the gallery. Well, in the in the gallery or close to him, because if if I'm in the bleachers at the 17th mm-hmm. hole as, as Tiger plays it, eh, fifty hundred bucks. Now, if I can walk the course with Tiger and, okay. and be right there in the first couple rows as he takes every swing, five hundred bucks. Okay, that's so. fair. All right, fair enough. Have you ever seen Steph Curry la- play? By the way, we're, play- st- we're stalling a little bit because this video is going to be a lot shorter since about what four games got moved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got more time than we can kill. Yep. Uh, Jay Bayer, Jay Boyer in the house. Good to have Jay here as well. Ninja and Jay got uh, got a few people watching. So yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll get rocking and rolling. I it, I would be remiss if I didn't bitch about the biggest problem in my life as far as my sports go right now. And that is the fact that I have YouTube TV for a streaming service. Scott, they couldn't work out a deal with Disney. So as of midnight last night, Eastern time, I got no ESPN. My ESPN apps don't work because, of course, that's all driven off of your, your provider and everything like that. So I was driven to fucking drastic measures. I had to do a, uh, I'm doing the week long. I was going to guess you read a book. <laughs> easy, easy. Let's not get carried away. No, easy? that's a little too crazy. No, I, uh, no, I've always got a couple books going, man. I'm a reader, but I've, uh, I had to get FUBU, FUBO TV um, oh. for us by others. Apparently um, I've got a week long trial with that. And hopefully they'll get it worked out with ESPN and YouTube in that week long time. If not, I'll get another trial with somebody else <laughs> for another week and see if I'll give them a couple of weeks to work it out. I'll keep playing this game as long as I can. So I do have uh, I do have ESPN again. 
but it is under protest. What, what the fuck? You can't work this out. Come on, come on, Scott. Do you think it's a? Do you think it's a, a, a tactic by Disney, who also owns Hulu, which bundles together with ESPN Plus and Disney, which happen to be the, the things that are not available right now on YouTube TV? Do you think it's a strong arm tactic to drive more people to Hulu Plus? Okay, hang on a second. So it's Disney. Carry the seven, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it really does. There's a lot of layers to that. I, I know. Pack there for. I know. It's. It seems you know. God forbid there'd be some kind of conspiracy or something going on that uh, would seem untoward. But yeah, I think I, I, I have. I'm always suspicious. So anyway, Tony. Like Tony, I got good and bad news for you. The good news is that you won money today. The bad news is that might make Kim want to go shopping more. Because you did win the farm play with us, so you're welcome. But also, sorry if you get dragged to go on a uh, on a shopping spree. See, that's T Train, and that's why I, I'm guessing that's why he's on Facebook because he's because he's out and about with Kim. He's out there holding the bags. You're fucking holding the bags, aren't you, buddy? Don't you're, lie. You're, you're telling Kim you made extra money today, and she already knew where her mind was going. Right to the mall. So, Scott, I am very disappointed in you. I know you're a big drive prop guy. There is no more of a lock than Western Kentucky to score a touchdown on every drive. How'd you do today on Western Kentucky? When did you start betting those? Uh, I started betting those. I missed the entire first half. So there you that go. Was a fun time. I believe I missed 50, I missed fifty something points. Would they put up there? six touchdowns uh, in the first half? <laughs> yeah, I took a couple in the third quarter, and uh, I think I split on those. And then I actually jumped in play with uh, Appalachian State, like plus, what I get, plus 18 and a half, plus 19 and a half or oh, something. Yeah. They didn't get there. No, they didn't. Bryce is just not a very good quarterback. But, you know, I figured at some point Western Kentucky would dare run the ball because they're up three touchdowns. And they did. They were just averaging 10 yards a carry yep. every time they ran the ball. It was just ridiculous. But App State yeah, was definitely. Little a fun game what it is app state was a little shell-shocked uh tony said trains don't do shopping sprees i took a flyer on app state how'd that work out yeah scott had app state as well i i ride or die i would i gave him one more shot for uh for old time's sake with western kentucky kind of payback for all the money they've made me over, my favorite over play season. it was the over so that was also <laughs> yeah. just never in doubt but it is what it is very solid all right bud let's get rocking and rolling we do have a game tonight that is going to be the new england patriots as they travel to the circle city take on the indianapolis Colts. Actually, hang on a quick second yes tony i don't know if you bet it yet but hall is not playing so byu is using romney they're using a backup quarterback so oh, i like byu too they switch quarterbacks, so if you don't know that, there's just a quick piece of information for you. Not good. Sorry, you can carry on. That was just important to mention. Well, that was a big that was a big play for me today. So I'm yeah. And again, I'm 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 running behind because I've been fucking with the TV. So um, Erica says, in need of an NBA over and an NHL pick. Can you help me out? Oh boy, you know I did the UFC video, so people I guess got annoyed I didn't pick a sport with a ball in it. So I'm gonna have to actually find something. Uh, it is the it's it, it, it is technically the NFL show, but you know what? We don't have a ton of games. We love our viewers, Scott. We got kind of a short card tonight. Uh, knowing what you know about who's in and who's out, I know Giannis is out. Um, I don't like any overs in the N in the NBA today. This card's awful. Ky Ky what are you supposed to like in this card? Yeah, I mean, I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland minus three. Does that count? It's not an over, but I like Cleveland. Yeah, I think that's probably 
Uh, of course, Durant's out for Brooklyn, but fuck, it's Orlando. I didn't want to. Durant's out. Kyrie came back just to enter protocol. <laughs> Does that was that an automatic thing? I did. I haven't read. I just saw the headline come across. I haven't read in depth. Is that just an automatic thing since he's unvaccinated? He has to be a certain period of time before he can rejoin the team, or does he actually was he actually exposed to the virus and now he's in quarantine? I have no idea. I know the Nets had an outbreak, so I'm assuming if he ended up giving Durant a hug and Durant ended up on protocol, right. then he's automatically in protocol. So that's kind of how that goes. Hey, Carrot's but, on. Carrot's in the house. Good to see Alan here, buddy. He's, 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 but, he's doing the pirate thing this week. So, okay. So, an over? No. No. Uh, maybe Golden State, Toronto. I don't mind. I don't mind Orlando team total over, but you're really stretching it thin at that point. Yeah. Like there's really nothing here, but I'm looking at maybe a team total for Orlando just because Brooklyn's missing so many guys. Yeah. That I do think Orlando could score against this unit, but let's just say it isn't pretty. I I would think I, Carrot says the magic will go over. Book it. Book it. Carrot, of course, his specialty is soccer. So, but no, he's, he's he did he's been doing well in basketball. Um, so we'll see. Uh, anyway, I, I, Cleveland, sorry, Cle- it's been, it's fourteen my, minutes, but figure we'll, we'll wait for some people to get in. Cleveland's my favorite play. Okay, let's let's talk NFL because we've got we've got people here um, that are looking for NFL picks. Scott, let's talk about this New England and Indianapolis game tonight. Huge, huge game. Um, huge line move. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. What have we What have you seen this week as far as the line moves go? Well, I know it opened up at around Pick'em, or Indy minus one. Now it's up to two and a half. I'll tell you right now, Damian Harris is a good player. He's not worth one and a half points. So I can tell you that it's a lot of sharp money coming in on Indy because I am curious why the public would be fading a team that's won, what, seven in a row? They've covered seven in a row, I believe. Yep. Yep, one one, one and covered covered seven straight, correct. So this is a tricky spot because on one hand, New England's been a cash cow. And you want to immediately back them because they're getting points with Belichick. And we've seen this movie before. It's the same ending every time. You've just seen the movie before. Is it the same but as like when you fade Saban? You go, well, this is the year they fall. You and I fell you and, like I, you and I fell into that trap with with Georgia. Is this a similar type of situation here? It feels like it if you especially think Frank Reich's gonna do some stupid stuff in the red zone, which he's known to do. So if you see a couple of four and outs inside of the five yard line in New England. It could be all you need, kind of like what we saw from Staley in the Thursday night game, because we know Frank might be a pretty, uh, right, might be a pretty good coach in the red zone. He's a mess for whatever reason. It just doesn't work in the red zone for him. I'm gonna go with Indy. I'm gonna do it. You know, I always mention whether it's in college basketball or whether it's in college football to take the unranked team that's favored over the ranked team. Mm-hmm. This really seems like one of those spots in the NFL where New England is just the better team at this point. Yeah, but. Indy's favored, and I feel like it's the same exact trap situation that I'm used to seeing in college football. I'm going to trust my theory or my formula, so to speak, which actually did pretty well in college football. Give me the Colts. Untested like in the NFL, by the way. It is. I know. I know. It is It is the NFL, of course, but do you understand where I'm going with this? I really feel like it's one of those spots where the public is just being dared to take New England, and I'm just going to take Indy. Okay. You know, um, I'm falling into the trap, buddy. I've got I've got my banana out. I'm getting ready to stick it right in the tailpipe. Um, 
T Train says he likes he likes Stevenson better than Harris. I know Stevenson's been better, been hotter lately for sure. I don't know how much that has to do with Harris being banged up, but Stevenson. I don't know if he's better. It's definitely a coin flip. I I don't think that New England loses much besides depth because now your change of pace guy is going to be Bolden right. instead of Stevenson. Right, so you're moving everybody one spot down. You know, but Belichick has made a career out of just plugging guys in. You know, you can remember some of those games with Brady when they had, you know, no receivers. Just every, everybody was hurt. Uh, Jonas Gray game? Yeah, well, whatever. Just pick one. Cyrus Gray game, whatever. <laughs> Dorian Gray. So who need, who needs this game more, Scott? Who Do the Colts, obviously they need it to stay in the playoff hunt, but New England needs this to maintain their grip on the number one seed, which is obviously very important here. With the added buy, only one only one team gets the gets the gets the buy. So I mean, with the added playoff team, um, so one team gets the buy right now. If New England wins, it'll be them. If they don't, it'll be the Chiefs, and New England will be in a dogfight with the uh, with the Titans. So who needs this game more? And does it matter? Is that a thing? We we talk about this all the time. I think the well, I'll answer your question. I think the Colts need it more because New England's pretty much clinched a playoff spot already. But I don't buy that narrative. I think that with New England playing the way that it's currently playing and the fact that Kansas City already won on Thursday, so Kansas City has a half-game lead in the one-seed race, I do think it's a very important game, especially since the two-seed no longer gets a bye in the NFL playoffs. So I'm not buying into the motivation angle because both teams should be motivated. But to answer your question anyway, technically the Colts should be more motivated at home. Okay. And my my question is, and we and we talk about this a lot, and the numbers do don't bear it out. Does it matter? Is it it's it's a must win? They have to have this one. I don't think it matters for the motivation. I think what matters is the fact that Indianapolis has a great offensive line, and the fact is you're playing in a dome, so you're not playing in bad weather. And I do think that's a very solid equalizer for the Colts because we know in Foxborough. You'd lay whatever number is with the Patriots, and you'd probably have a good time. But indoors, in Lucas Oil, I do think Taylor will have some success. Wentz, of course, is going to be a wild card. But I do have questions if Mac Jones can actually win you games if your ground game doesn't get itself going. I'll hold my nose and pick the Colts, mostly because I do think the line is very, very trappy. So I'm not going to fall for it. Okay, very good. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go the other way. This game... This comes down to one question. It really does. Can New England stop Jonathan Taylor? You think? Oh, that- I was going to say if Carson Wentz is going to be good or not, which is basically the same question, just phrased differently. Yeah. If if you think if you think New England's run defense is the real deal, then you've got to back New England here. If you think they're a fraud who was shown up for 270 yards against the Titans without Derrick Henry, uh, by the by, then. You've got to back the Colts here, and I lean towards that was an aberration game. They busted they busted off a couple of very long runs. Tannehill had some yards. Uh, they still got their ass kicked in that game, did the Titans. So I believe that uh, the New England run defense is the real deal. I think they'll be able to at least slow down uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's obviously uh, the best running back in the country right now, as far as the pros go. I don't think there's any question about it. So, well, when, when healthy, 
you can make a Henry argument, but yeah. Henry was on pace for what three thousand yards. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about like, is available well, right now. Yeah, you know what I right I, now. Yeah, I saw the uh, I saw the carries. They put up the carries for running backs last week. Henry was still in third place. Yep, <laughs> that was just. I forgot to say something about that. That was that was just phenomenal to me. Like, how is that even possible? I like the under in the game. I'm expecting an ugly game. I know usually for th- Thursday night football. As I always say, bet the under, take a nap. Of course, if you took a nap during this past Thursday night game, I don't know what's wrong with you because that was supposed to be the only good Thursday night game of the year uh, besides the Dallas and Tampa uh, season opener. But I got to look at the under. You're looking at a spot where I do think New England, worst case scenario, plays time control football. And so do the Colts. The Colts aren't exactly a quick strike offense either. I see a lot of handoffs, a lot of milking the clock. And I do think you might see a lot of long drives result in some field goals, and that's how you kill an over. So I'm going to go with the under. I think you'll see a very, very close, I'd say, 2017 game or 23-20 game. But, yeah, I'm th- I'm really, really threading the needle there with Colts minus two and a half. I think it's a three-point game. All right. Uh, I think there's going to be a little more offense than we think. I think they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit more. Mac Jones, third in the NFL in completion percentage. However, um, he's a guy that doesn't throw over the middle. He, he throws he throws out routes. Throws a, a I lot, think you're going to say more than 10 yards, but that works. Too. He throws a lot of slants, throws a lot of passes to the running backs. So he's a guy, can he throw over the middle? Don't know. Belly, Belichick really hasn't let him do that yet. I think both of those these quarterbacks are going to have to step up. I think I'm, I'm going to fade you all the way across on this game. I'm going to play the over here. Right. We got definitely have some disagreement cool. in the comment section. Jay likes the Colts. It's going to feel like a playoff game. I do agree with that. I think those those fans those fans will be fired up in Indy for sure. Uh, I am curious since the AFC wildcard race is very tough. If Indy loses this game, of course they're not fully dead in the standings. Are they, for all intents and purposes, dead to rights? Uh, I, I know to... New England's a tough opponent, but this is they re, if they lose this game, it might just be curtains. I just started they'd have to run the floor. They'd have to run the table moving forward. I just started looking at everybody's schedules yesterday and who had what left. I didn't get the indies yet, so I don't know to speak on that about what they've got left and how it and how it stacks up. But it, it's not ideal. It's not. It's not. It's not where you want to be because you've got a real roadblock there at the seven and six, seven and seven mark. You've got Denver at seven and six. You've got the Chargers at eight and six. You got the Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals at seven and six. You got the Steelers six and six. Six, I have, six I have and one. Schedule. I have the schedule in front of me. They play so, New England. They play at Arizona, home against the Raiders at Jacksonville. So they should win could go the last two, and, two weeks. Two and one. Realistic. The Cardinals one's tricky on the road on uh Saturday night football. Mm-hmm. They're playing back-to-back Saturdays? That's okay, weird. sure. sure. Uh, but, yeah, they're playing on Christmas. But the uh, point is that with Arizona on deck, that's not a guaranteed win by any stretch of the imagination. It's a pretty tough situation they're in. Very good. Um, Ninja says Patriots in the over. <laughs> T trains back. He says, no, I'm a fucking train again. All right. Welcome right. back, train. So, here's the deal. Uh, we need to pick up the pace, or we're going yeah, to... It's going to be about a three-hour show. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one shouldn't be nearly as interesting. A lot of the games aren't going to be nearly as interesting as that one is. It's I think a really awful NFL card. We've really played said every week for the last like three weeks. Other than this, other than the Ravens Cowboys, we've really uh, after tonight we've played two of the two of the three good games this weekend with the Chiefs and then the Colts. Panthers Bills Bills laying thirteen forty four. Fuck me. Um, okay, so let's start by who's out. I guess that's what we. Should be doing for who's the quarterback for Carolina? 
Because I know that they activated Darnold to start doing practice and everything, but I'm assuming he's not going to be ready for this game. Are they just rolling out Newton again? I think they're going to have to, aren't they? Um, didn't, I think they have to. Uh, didn't they get hit? So uh, this everybody, I've got, I've got Darnold out on this one. No, I'm saying he he's officially off the IR, but he's not playing this week. So I'm assuming you're going to roll with some rotation between Walker and Newton again. Worked really well against Atlanta's defense, by the way. A yeah. combined QBR of like 50. I got to go with the Bills. Not, this team's a pain in the ass. But if you think I'm taking Cam Newton against this team, you're out of your mind. The Bills should move the ball. I don't think Carolina really does anything. Give me the under. Okay. Uh, looks like the Bills are in pretty good shape as far as COVID goes. Josh Allen's going to be able to go. He had a toe problem, of course. Uh, Deion Dawkins missing their tackle. With COVID, he's questionable, by the way. Emmanuel Sanders is out. Klein's out. Tredavious White, we talked about that yesterday. That's a huge, huge mm -hmm. blow for that defensive backfield to Buffalo. I It's not good, but Buffalo proved last week it could hang with arguably the Super Bowl favorite. They, I know, had to make a furious comeback, and they lost the game. Carolina's not a good team. Newton's not any good. No, we and I, you know, we talked, we talk all the time. I, I like Cam as a, as a guy, as a dude. I, I, I wished him well, but. You know, he was, he, it was over. He shouldn't last, be in the league. It was over you know, last year. It is what it is. Yep. Cam is, Cam is starting, says Scott. Yep. That's the, the, we had to figure that's the only option there. I hate both these teams. Both these teams have been nothing but abject disappointments to me. But I like Carolina team total under if you're looking for my favorite play on the game. But yeah. for a spread in total, give me Buffalo in the under. Yeah. Panthers can't score, bud. Yeah. I got to go with you. I, I hate. No. I hate laying thir believe me, I hate laying thirteen in a game with the totals forty-four. Uh <laughs> I think it's also pretty telling Buffalo's laying thirteen, even though they've looked very underwhelming for the last month. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely true. I just don't see the Panthers being able to do anything at all there, especially on the road. Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins nine and a half. Um forty one. It's your Jets total there. I've had a good read on the Jets this year, mostly because I fade them every week, but I've had a pretty good read up to this point. Uh, I actually think this game's going to be close for some reason. I don't know why, but I feel like it's going to be close. I'm taking the Jets plus the points. Okay. Um, I, I have a hard time laying this amount of points with uh, Miami. I know two has been better lately. We've seen NFL teams off the bye this past year, though. Awful <laughs> off the bye this season. Yeah. So I might just back that trend. It's still a division game. I don't expect many points. And if you're expecting a very low scoring game, which is what we should get, I have a hard time laying nine and a half here with Miami. Give me the Jets plus the points in the under. Yeah, you know, Miami covered six and a half against the Giants last week. Um, but I as a whole it was two uh, two weeks ago, I think. Or two yeah, that's right. They they had they uh, they had the bye. Sorry. Um I, I'm not laying nine and a half with the Dolphins. If they if they win, you tip your cap and you go, you know what? God bless you. Um, but I'm with you. The, run, the running backs are back though, right? I know like half the running backs were in protocol, but I'm pretty sure Gaskin was activated again. I, so did, I don't think that's a big deal. Anymore. I saw that come across. Let me uh, let me check here. I need to. I'm I'm my rhythm's off, but I'm, I need to have Devonte Parker's healthy for once. Does that count for something? He might get injured in the first quarter, but he's technically healthy for the start of the game. He's dead to me. He was on my fantasy team. He's dead to me. Okay, fair enough. But I'm going to take the Jets in the under. Okay. Low-scoring game, whatever. Uh, okay, so we've got... Uh, looks like the Jets, well, Scott, for all their problems, they don't have a COVID outbreak. 
That's the plus. Uh, I don't, I'm sure who's going to catch the ball for the Jets without Davis or more, but uh, that'll be interesting to see. They got nobody, you know, it happens. What's that? Jameson Crowder. It happens, you know. Uh, okay. Oh, I, I, I always forget about Crowder because he's been hurt so much. So the Dolphins are going to be without Lindsey, without Jalen Waddle, without Javon Hall, and uh, that's fairly substantial. Well, while uh, Waddle's being Waddle being out is huge. I well, mean, he's. he's uh, I'm sorry, I'm just reading COVID nineteen. He's questionable. He is not confirmed okay. out yet. So, uh, and that's the only other COVID. Uh, Miles Gaskin is listed as probable. Yes, that is your answer to that question. Two has been okay lately, but he never throws the ball down the field. It's no. like watching Mac Jones. Um, Scott, just like we did a couple weeks ago, we go back to back with your uh, favorite teams. Scott says two is not the answer in Miami. I like the Jets too. Well, if all the rumors about Miami being interested in Deshaun Watson were true, then they recognize that two is not the answer down there either. He certainly, he certainly hasn't done anything to take that next step and show that he may be the answer this season. I think there's a lot of people. I'll tell you what, though, he has improved this season, and I'll give yes. him props for that. Okay. Yes, he's not as he's not as bad as he was. So we'll see if the if the yes, learning that's my curve continues. Lining. That's my silver lining for Tua. He, I would never want him as my starting quarterback, but he has been better as the season has gone on. Okay. But um, you mentioned the Cowboys Giants. Cowboys Giants. Yep. Cowboys laying a big number. Yeah, they are. I've got the uh, I've got the Cowboys minus eleven and a half. Forty four and a half is the total up there in the Meadowlands. Giants, bad football team, Scott. Indeed, but are they this bad? I'm taking the Giants in the under. It's a spot where I can't lay this with Dallas. I know that Dallas is a team that's winning the division, and they have a great defensive line now because everybody's healthy again. The issue is. Dak Prescott, and he's been awful the last two weeks. There's really no way around it. Elliott's still banged up. Pollard's banged up now. Uh, you're looking at a situation where the Giants aren't a good team, but I do think they'll hang around the games in MetLife. Do I really want to lay 11 and a half with a Cowboys team that almost choked away a massive lead against a COVID-riddled Washington team? Not really. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with New York plus the points. Okay, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Rick said this is how I acted in class too. <laughs> yes, yes. I know it's hard to believe, but I was always the uh, one being sent to the office because I was trying to make people laugh. It's probably a, a division game with you know just all of the underwhelming offensive performances for Dallas the last couple of weeks. I can't lay eleven and a half here. What do you got somewhere to be? You just don't let me go off on any of my little side trips at all. Jesus, I can't. You don't. Well, hear you it. say we're running behind. I'm trying to keep you on pace. <sighs> Uh, I'm going the other way. I'm I'm going the other way in this one. I, I just this Giants team, for whatever reason, can't run the football with Saquon Barkley. Uh, no Daniel Jones. No, no. I know the Cowboys are certainly a team with issues, but I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Um, no, no, just no. As far as as far as the total goes, I can't count on anything from the Giants, Scott. Nothing at all. I got the under there as well. I think I think the Cowboys could win by thirty, and that still won't go over. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up on our board is the Packers and the Ravens. Packers road favorite. This is one of the more curious lines of the week. Packers is road. Is Lamar favorites. playing? I think he is. Nobody knows. Let me check here. I got it up. Um. Giants have stung them many times. Absolutely true, Jay. 
I mean, uh, that, that's true when Eli was quarterback. I mean, the last couple of years have kind of been one-sided underratedly. Rick says the best, strategy, you're not wrong. best strategy is to ignore me. That's I believe that's in my wife's wedding vows, to love, honor, and probably ignore him quite a bit. Lamar is questionable with that ankle. Uh, unlike last year, they've been relatively healthy, knock on wood, with uh, COVID. They've got Chuck Clark questionable. And their center, uh, Colon Castillo, is questionable as well. Calais Campbell's doubtful. That's huge. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but Lamar. Green Bay looks like the easiest play on the card. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm expecting Lamar to play. I do think he'll be, what, 70%, 60%? Like, he's not going to look anywhere near as good as he usually does. How bad do you think? What is there to like about this Ravens team if Lamar's less than 100%? The defense isn't very good secondary-wise. You got Rodgers on one side. This looks like the odds are off. Green Bay should be favored by, in my opinion, more than a touchdown. Well, saying I'm, I, I would go the other way. I think you've got a team that certainly has cachet. They're the, they're the the top team in the AFC North. They play good defense. They're at home. To me, the fact that somebody is favored by a touchdown over Baltimore as a as a road team, I think I think that's a very curious line. I think that line on the surface seems high. So you and I have a very very. You different just said that Campbell's out and Lamar's less than 100%. So if Campbell's out and Lamar's out, what or Lamar might just be playing but not well because of the injury. Right. What is there to like about Baltimore this week? Yeah, I know. I, I realize that. And I know, I know their defensive stats are not what they've been in the past. And that, that defense um, has not been a great football team at all. And Humphrey's out for the year. So their secondary shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody's out in the secondary. But... Yeah. Um. No, where's the Dallas t-shirt? I don't have to wear it every week. I just wore it once. <laughs> we may do another bet. We may do better another bet, and I'll I'll trot it out. But uh, no, just and uh, and shirt miscontinued. I can't wait to show you what I got today for my this shirt for my wife. So anyway, um, I I think it's one of those things where I'm going to I'm going to, I think it's too low. I think they're trying to trick us. I'm taking the Cowboys but for a different reason than you are, Scott. I think I think they're trying to give us the okie doke there. Um well, that's good to know cuz we're talking about the Green Bay game. Oh, oh sorry. I for some, for whatever reason I had the Cowboys written down twice. Yes, the Packers. Um As far as the total goes, I'm going with the over. I got yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's a tough call, but I really think Green Bay is going to do whatever it wants in the passing game against this defense. Yeah, and I think they're going to be who's, who's going to guard Devontae Adams. They're, they're going to be. They don't have anybody. They're going to be forced to throw the ball. Baltimore is going to be forced to throw the ball to win, and that's going to end one of two ways. And they still have weapons. Andrews is still there. Bateman's been okay. They still got Marquise Brown. They got some. They got some options there. I think they can move the ball a little bit, but you're just looking at all the receivers Green Bay has and how Rodgers is playing. I just don't know how Baltimore's going to get a stop. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Rick says they're begging you to take the Packers. I think they are, but I just don't understand the line. I, I think it should be higher. See, I think I think it should be, and I think it, yeah, anyway. You and I think oppositely about the line, but you are falling for the trap. I'm being smarter than they are, but we're both landing on the same team. So we'll see. That if yep. if nothing else guarantees a Baltimore outright win, I fuck I don't know what it is. Um, mm -hmm. Tennessee Pittsburgh, two very frustrating teams to try to figure out. Scott, uh, 
We're still having a conversation about Pittsburgh being relevant. They're six, six, and one. They're still in it. We have to because they almost made a miraculous comeback against the Vikings on Thursday night football. But my question is, let's just say they get run out in that game, they lose by twenty, so they still lose the game. They just don't have the miraculous, you know, fourth quarter shenanigans. What's the spread? Tennessee favored in this game? No, Pittsburgh one and a, one and a half. No, I'm saying if Pittsburgh lost that Minnesota game by twenty. Oh. Is Tennessee favored? I think, I think so. They are. I think they are. I know it's it's tough to be favored in Pittsburgh, but I think that's probably the case. If uh, if that game would have held um, without them without them coming back like that, was that an aberration, was, or was that a harbinger of better things to come? Where they figured something out, or was that just a team coming? We saw the same thing against Baltimore. Coming back against the soft. They won defense. the game against Baltimore, but they did nothing offensively until the fourth quarter. Right. So my favorite play would probably be Titans first half. Because you've seen Pittsburgh do nothing offensively for the first half of the last month and change. But uh, it really looks like a good spot for the Steelers to bounce back. But Tennessee continues to be disrespected, and they win all the time. I'm going Tennessee. At least I know what I'm getting. Yeah, this is a, a Tennessee team. You're like, if you were if you were to if you were to ask, like, what's Tennessee's record? You got, I don't know, seven and six, six and seven, something like that. No. No, they're they're nine and four, and they're eight and five against the number. And you're uh, you're right. There's a lot of hate for this team. You know, everybody everybody just wrote them off um, after Derrick Henry got hurt, and they haven't played. I, I think it was after they lost the Texans, but yes, I mean that's kind of when they officially wrote them off. Well, that was a that was the Jets and the Texans in the same year. Nobody takes you seriously, and that was a weird game because Derrick Henry, the first game that he was out, was that Rams game. And they had, it was probably their best game of the season as they went out and dominated the Rams. Uh, then they snuck past New Orleans and then absolutely shit the bet against the Texans. And in, in New England, two weeks in a row, everybody wrote them off. And they did what they were supposed to do. They came back and dominated Jacksonville last week. So other Is TJ Watt playing? Because I know he left the Minnesota game early. Has he officially been ruled out? Is he questionable? I think he's questionable as far as I remember. Let me see what we got here. Let me go to the Pittsburgh injuries. Uh, TJ Watt, probable. Um, okay. Cool. And they've uh, they've been relatively unhit by the disease. Uh, Joe Hayden is questionable. Ebron's out, of course. Uh, Bugs is questionable. Highsmith and Spillane are both probably yeah they're going to be pretty healthy on defense. All right. So that's probably why they're favored in this spot. Tannehill's also towards the league leaders in interceptions. So you might expect a couple of awful throws by him. Oh, uh, give me the under. And give me a Vrabel team that I don't even I don't even know. I, I just think is better coached than Tomlin's team. Okay. I mean, you know you know my thoughts on Tomlin. They're well documented. Well documented. Um Tennessee gonna be a little weak on the defensive side. Uh they are gonna have Crookshank. Do you need to be strong on the defensive side against Pittsburgh? Uh, yeah, you, you, you sit your cornerbacks down. Yeah, Janoris Jenkins is out, but Again, you bring up a good point. Okay, uh, so you've got... I'm going to hold my nose and pick Tennessee. Teacher and said he likes the Steelers a lot. I don't blame you. I just hate this team so much, and I think Tennessee is being disrespected here. All right. Yeah, this is a... Uh... I like the under as my favorite play in that game, though. I'm, I'm in no way, shape, or form going to play this game at all, just, just so everybody knows, but... I'm going to go the other way. Yeah, 0% chance. But, Rick, you're making the playoff argument uh, that they need to win the game to stay in the playoffs. 
they needed that Minnesota game to also stay in the playoffs, and they trailed by 20 at the half. So you can always try to use motivation as an angle. When it works, you're a genius. When it loses, it's bad coach prep. We saw bad coach prep with Tomlin last week. I would say they're not immune to a, a slow start once again on Sunday. Yep. That's my counter argument. Okay. I've got the over. I don't I don't think the defenses are going to be that strong in this one. I think you've got offenses that aren't fantastic, but I think they'll get a couple of breakaways. I'll give me give me the over forty three and a half. Okay. And what do you where are you at? You on the under? Under is my favorite play on the game. Okay. But I'm not playing anything. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, if you love that one, you're going to really, really love this one. Texans at Jaguars. Jags minus five. 39 and a half is your total. I don't know who's coaching this. Woody Hayes? Is that who's coaching this one? Shem Beckler? Mm-hmm. They do better than who's the current coach. It's Darren Bevel. Oh, that's right. That's right. It is Darren Bevel. How could I, how could I forget? Uh, Browns backer says he'll be rooting for a Steelers loss. Yeah, fair enough. And... There's a prop that I really like in this game which doesn't help you for the sake of the show. No. But yeah. I really like James Robinson over in rushing yards. Because Darren Bevel said straight up, we're going to treat him like a running back one. And I'm assuming after the urban fiasco, you know, one of the sub uh, plots that was developing was the fact that he just refused to use James Robinson for some reason. And Bevel just straight up said to him, yeah, I'm pretty sure you should get more touches. So I think you'll see a lot of touches from Robinson in this game. Do I really want to lay five and a half with Jacksonville? I really like the F Urban Meyer type of yeah. game where you're just hoping that they, you know, ha- they win one for the for the zipper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just for just for mm-hmm, the new coach. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm taking Houston. Okay. I'm taking Houston. Wow. Five and a half is too many points for me. And I, I like the over in this game. I think you'll actually see points. Both defenses are not very good. No. I think you'll see points. And I do think if you want to if you want to take Jacksonville and you want to lay five and a half, I get Urban Meyer was an awful coach. Are we sure Bevel can coach? Just saying. Are we sure that he's actually if he has no any idea what he's doing out there? I don't know. So um, I'll take Houston plus the points and I'll take the over. Well, okay, so that's down to four and a half in most spots now. Okay, and that's that's a substantial change because I did this sheet not too long ago. So I'm going. You saw to, five and a half, right? Huh. You I saw five and a half when you did the sheet, right? No, I saw fives. I didn't see okay. five and a half anywhere. But um, I'm going to. Uh, I, I'm good. I'm going to. I think this is going to be a free at last, free at last game for the Jaguars. I think they are going to go out there with their toes tapping and have a lot of fun, and they're gonna they're gonna win this one. It's definitely an fu Urban Meyer game. I'm laying the Jags. That's that's and that's that's reason number one. Reason number two, I I wouldn't touch the Texans with your dick. This is. Just a dreadful, I don't, I don't blame you. Dreadful football team, and I know the Jaguars. They're this a bad is football the team. Toilet bowl of the week. Yeah, well, no but question. I'm expecting both terrible teams to find a way to keep it close. So well, you know, with both a terrible team to cover and the over. Uh, Does total seem low to you? Yes, but I understand why because the offenses are dreadful. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm with you. I think the I think the defenses are dreadfuler. So yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the over there too. Cards going on the road, laying 13 at the Detroit Lions, the Motor City Mad Men there, Scott. Ha! Look, look at that, by the way. Another double-digit spread. Another double-digit. Another another road 
another double digit road favorite. You don't see that very often. We're seeing it uh, twice this week. That's kind of unusual. Um, we split on the other one. You liked the Giants. I liked the Cowboys. Uh, this is a Cardinals. This is another <laughs> box of chocolate team. Where they are? They actually. I'm not going to say pretenders, but are they as, maybe not quite as good as we thought they were in week four through nine? I'll break it down the way that I have all season long. They're a good team. They're not a great team. Okay. Okay. Are they 13 points better than the Lions? I do think it's a good bounce back spot. You lose a game at home that you kind of need to have if you want to be the one seed, and you're still competing for the one seed. But in reality, Detroit, they had the game where they finally won one. Then they had the COVID outbreak, got killed by Denver. I faded them. That worked out well. I'm not sure how many guys are getting back from COVID number-wise, but I know that Swift is still out, of course, because he has a separate injury. Mm -hmm. I don't know. if Is Williams back, or are they still using a third and a fourth string running back? Questionable. Okay, so we don't know, Uh -uh. but I'm taking Arizona. I know DeAndre Hopkins out for the year. Truth is, he was kind of a figurehead for the last month anyway. He really wasn't doing anything. So I don't think it's that big of a loss compared to what people think it is. Give me Arizona. They need a bounce back win here, but it's mostly because Detroit's still missing players. They're still awful. It's in a dome, so weather's not a factor. Arizona, undefeated on the road. I'll take the undefeated road team. Okay. Uh, We count money over here. One of my favorite names. What's up? What's up? Um, You touched on it. DeAndre Swift is out for this one. I think even... Equal, I was going to say bigger, but equally as important, TJ Hawkinson is out as well. He's yeah, gone, I forgot to mention him as well. He's out for the season. Again, I, I, I despise laying double digits on the road. I just don't see a spark of life right now from the Lions. They did their thing. I thought, I thought they might have turned the corner. I had them against Denver. I thought they might step up. They did not. So I'm not saying they're dead to me, but they're mortally wounded right now. I'll take the card laying 13 on the road. That's sure to end well. As far as the total goes, I'm not sure what we're getting from the Lions. I'm going to, I'm taking the under 47 and a half. Yep. I figured this would be closer to like 43 and a half, 44. Yep. Yep. Seems high to me too, buddy. And of course, that makes me worried. Give me the under. You got it. Falcons 49ers. It's not a double digit spread, but it's nine. The Niners. At home, 46 and a half is the number there. San Francisco 49ers, are you really nine points better than any fucking team in the NFL? Will the real 49ers please step up, Scott? What do you think? I am taking the points because the Niners are a psycho team. They've been better lately. Atlanta might be the worst six and seven team of all time, but they are still six and seven. And they're five and two on the road, so they have been pretty good on the highway. Fun fact, though, San Francisco is seven and six with a, a point differential of plus twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is six and seven with a point differential of negative one hundred and eight. Negative one hundred and eight, and they can be five hundred after this weekend. When they lose, you know how hard that they is don't, to do. When, when they lose, they don't fuck around. <laughs> Don't what you're saying is 108. Don't try to be cute with Atlanta. Don't think Atlanta is going to stay close is what you're saying. If Atlanta, if you think Atlanta is going to lose, they ain't going to cover. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Having said that, I think Atlanta loses in a close game in this one. So you have absolutely no data to support that. 
Absolutely nothing. Okay. Besides the fact that Atlanta and a couple of those blowouts were missing Cordero Patterson. They're missing some key pieces. But I'm looking at the Niners, and I really am just concerned about what I saw in that fourth quarter against Cincinnati. I know Cincinnati's a better team than Atlanta. That's not even close. But you're blowing double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. Gould's been missing several field goals. Atlanta's randomly been okay the last couple of weeks. And Garoppolo might have been good in overtime and in the game itself against Cincinnati. I think him and Matt Ryan are comparable at this stage of Matt Ryan's career. I'm going to take Atlanta because I think that this is too many points. I think the Niners will win, but you, you expect them to win by more than a touchdown? I don't want to bet on that. Okay. So Atlanta has on the season how many losses? Seven. How many of those games have they covered? You want to take a guess? Uh, it's not many, if any. It's none. It's none. Seven losses, yeah. seven non-beats of the number. I don't they think they almost that... covered against Tampa, though. That's oh, at the end. so close. Yeah, yeah, that happens. <laughs> so, anywho, no, no, I don't think the Falcons are going to win. And I think we almost have enough data to make a prediction that if they're not going to win, they're not going to cover. I've got the Falcons. I'll give you the 49ers. You can lay the nine points. Or excuse me, the other way around. Sorry, buddy. You've got the Falcons. You can take the nine points. And I will happily hand hand them to you, thinking it's not nearly enough. As far as the total goes, I have have to play the under. Yes, yes, that is correct, sir. You got that one right. All right. All right. No problem. Do what I can. Um, so now, because we didn't do a show this week in Denver, uh, anybody that would listen to me normally on Denver radio for the Broncos prediction, you have to get it here. So it's going to be the Bengals traveling to mile high. Does it seem like the Denver plays at home every week? Is It feels that way, doesn't it? It really does. I, I know they don't, but obviously. I made but, a comment on Twitter what, uh, involving another sporting event that's actually taking place tonight. I feel like Jake and Logan Paul fight every week. I feel like they have seven boxing fights a year. Well, I think, is it because there's two of them? Is that the deal? It could be. I kind of grouped them into one person. But doesn't it feel like there's always a YouTube boxing match situation like every weekend? Yeah, yeah. You're never watching it, but it's on. You're absolutely right. Um, Detroit is lying about being a professional football team. It's funny. It's a pun. It's funny. It's a good one. It's timely. Yes, it's accurate. So, does this line seem suspicious to you, Scott? The uh, the Bengals seemingly a better team. It does, uh, but I'm taking Cincinnati. Jumping in, I like the Cincinnati team. Uh, you know, it's a spot where they their defense has been inconsistent. But I roasted the Niners for how they closed against the Bengals. I got to praise the Bengals for how they closed against the 49ers. Yes, I know that they ended up taking a lead in overtime and let the Niners go for a touchdown, and they ended up losing the game. But when you're down 14 points and you're able to generate enough stops and just enough actual quality plays down the stretch to win games, if the game is close, let's say it's a three-point game Denver's winning, or even if it's a tie game, who do you trust more in the fourth quarter, Joe Burrow or Teddy Bridgewater? Um, I know the correct I know the correct answer you want me to say is Burrow, but I'm not I sure. I think Burrow, so... Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take Cincinnati. You know they're they're relatively healthy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see. I mean, you're getting points. It's really tough to not like the Bengals getting three when Denver isn't a team that really wins by margin that often. They beat Den- they beat Detroit, but I don't know if that really matters. 
you know, against a good team. I'm not picking Denver to win by more than a field goal. I can't do it. Uh, I'm trying to just I'm trying to see who's out. So they're going to be missing the tackle again. Callahan's out. Well, Mixon's been banged up, but I I don't think he's officially out for this game. No, I'm talking about Denver. No, uh, Mixon is. I'm talking about Cincy. No, Mixon's not even on the injury report. Yeah, I'm saying he was banged up a little bit, but he's not in danger of missing a game or anything. So I'll take Cincinnati. All right, I'll go the other way. Cincinnati's been disappointing lately. I I loved this team, Scott. I'm not going to lie, and uh, they've let, they've let me down. Broncos have been surprisingly good uh, on occasion, and then they you know they shit the bed and show throw their true, show their true colors. But they're right, and these two teams are right in the thick of it. This is another kind of an underrated playoff atmosphere kind of game. I think Denver gets up for it, buddy. I got to tell you, um, I'll take the Broncos minus the three as far as the total goes. I think there'll be some points in this one. I really do. I'm going to take the over 44. I think that number is pretty pretty friendly. I, I like the over too. All right, all right. Yeah. And last game on the board: um, Saints, Buccaneers. Buccaneers, uh, our last double digit favorite of the weekend. 11 and a half Fantastic. down there at the pirate ship. What? Fantastic. Another double digit spread to wrap it up. Uh, 45 and a half is the number. Rick likes the Bengals uh, money line, by the way. Uh, we count money likes the Niners by 17. I think that's entirely possible. I really do. That's a horrible Falcons team. Scott, TB12, buddy. How old is he now? 70? 45. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, the Saints team, not good without Jameis Winston, my friend. Not good at all. Uh, anything change in this one? But they you? beat the Jets. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, now they got serious problems. It's a terrible matchup for New Orleans. And now Brady has thrown a bunch of picks against New Orleans the last couple of years. So New Orleans defense has been very good against them. But the issue I have is that Tampa Bay with Vea back has been really good against the run again. And Taysom Hill can't throw the ball. So if all they're going to do is run, and Tampa is going to be good against the run, then you're expecting New Orleans to do nothing for four quarters. Well, and I, I you may not you may not be far from correct there either, um, because they haven't they haven't done much. Um, and even against the Jets, it was thirty to nine in the end, but that was a close game going into the fourth quarter. Nobody had a touchdown for the first like th- two and a half quarters of that game. Yeah, it was. Uh, congratulations if you watch if you watch this game that what, what you watch that game. Um, again, this is a, the Saints team that's going to be missing both their tackles, um, which I think is still is still huge. Uh, Cam Jordan's going to be out for this one. Um, that's a big one. I'm trying to see. The, the Buccaneers are going to be without Rashard Perriman. Okay, well they might have another. Wide receiver two to take care of business there. Uh, down a quarterback. Bernard's out. Uh, I'm just going to take Tampa at home. You know that even though they're kind of coasting right now to the finish line, they're still competing for the one seed, which is definitely anything but a certainty because you have a three horse race for that. And it's a revenge game because New Orleans, I don't want to say embarrassed them, but that was the game Winston got injured and they lost to Trevor Simeon. So yeah, I think it's a good bounce back spot or a good revenge spot for Tampa to take it out on a quarterback who can't throw. Give me Tampa. Okay. Uh, Rick's a Bengals fan. He used to have tickets. He likes the Bengals on the money line there, Scott. So he's uh, he's, he, he's backing you. You guys are you guys are rolling together with the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, all truth be told, I'd much rather see the Bengals 
win this game. I like the Bengals. I like that young team. Uh, I'm programmed as a Chiefs fan to hate all things Broncos, so fuck the Broncos. If the Bengals get in the playoffs, the Steelers will not. Go Bengals. Yeah, I'm I'm all about that too. Although I have to tell you, as far as a team to face in the playoffs, much rather face the Broncos than the the Bengals. If it came down to that, so yeah, of course. Um, okay, as far as this game goes, this is a Tampa Bay team that, like I said, they're able to they're able to stop the run, and that's all that New Orleans is really going to be able to do. Uh, Vita Vey, I don't know if he's the most important person on that defense, but he's he's damn he close to it. They, uh, you know, you can make a case for Levante David or whatever. But how many guys do you have on an actual defense that can make you relatively one dimensional? Not many in the league. No, no. And he, man, he is such a monster. He will occupy at least the guard in the center every time. He may get a guard in the center and a chip. He is, he is, he is a, a man among boys um, when it comes to trying to run the football. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I hate laying, I hate, man, I'm, I'm laying, I'm laying all three numbers there, bud. It's just, as a, as a, I'm only laying, I'm only laying one, I believe. As a handicapper, I'll tell you what, it's not somewhere you want to be. It's it's you don't want to be laying three double digit numbers. It just landed that way. I'm sure at least one of them, if, know, if not I'm, both, will, uh, two of I'm them will bite three me. Three of the four. Is there four? I think there was because uh, Buffalo. I I got, oh yeah 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 yeah. I got, I got the Giants. I got Arizona, and I got Tampa. So there's four. Yeah, you faded. You faded me on on the Cowboys. Yeah, but I got so. the other three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's probably not going to end well, but we'll see. Not a fan. My dad forced me to go with him. <laughs> um, it sounds like... Uh, I do like the under in this game, though. I don't think New Orleans is going to score. What are they supposed to do? And New Orleans' defense has given Brady problems. I think Brady will look better, but I do acknowledge that New Orleans has had a decent game plan for Brady the last couple of years. I don't think he's going to look sharp. I think he'll do enough to win the game. But if you're penciling in New Orleans for... 14 points, maybe even less in this spot. Don't you have to take the under? I think you do because do. you've got you've got two you've got uh, a team that played two good defenses in Dallas and Buffalo. When the Saints faced them, they put up 23 points combined. So they've had they put up 30 on the Jets, they put up uh, 29 on Philly. Uh, congratulations. So as far as the points go, I don't. I, I think 17 is probably the ceiling. For the Saints in that one, do the Bucks do the Bucks get to thirty? Uh, I don't. They could. I just think that New Orleans I don't think whether so. they score or not is going to eat up clock because they don't generate many big plays. And Tampa's also not exactly a quick strike offense. They can be at times, but for the most part, a lot of checkdowns to Fournette, a lot of short passes, a lot of long drives. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, so we've both got the, uh, we've got the bucks and we both had the under there. All right, man. Well, now it is time. We've saved it for the end, Scott. Let's, uh, let's do it. Shall we? Get ready for our 5,000 star whale play. Fade the public sharks. One million unit lock of the century. All right, buddy. Well, you're doing such a great job. Walk it off. So. Looking at a matchup between the Giants and the Cowboys, my play is going to be the Cowboys team total under 28.5 at minus 115 on Bet MGM. Dallas has scored less than 28 points 
in three of its last four games. Plus, it is worth mentioning Dallas has scored 27 points in its last two games against the Saints and Washington. Both those games involve the defensive touchdown. So you're looking at a situation where the offense has been an absolute mess because Dak clearly is below 100%. The defense can score occasionally, but you can't really – you can't assume there's going to be a defensive touchdown. I think that there's a good chance the Giants' defense at home looks better than people expect against this Cowboys offense, which really is no running game at all at this point, and Dak is below 100%. Plus, the Giants, they got killed by the Chargers last week, but they've allowed less than 21 points in five of their last seven games. And you're also expecting a lot of wind. 15-mile-per-hour winds, I think it should affect the passing game. And Dallas, with the banged-up running backs that they have, I think is going to struggle offensively. Now, I'm not picking the Giants to win the game, but I do think if the Cowboys win, they should top out at around 27. 28 and a half sounds a bit high to me. All right, very good. Very good. I've got you down uh, the Dallas team total under 28 and a half. Scott, I am going to fade the ghost of Urban Meyer. I think it's that big of a deal in Jacksonville. And I really, really like the Jags minus the points this week. Plus, again, I can't stress this enough how bad the Texans are. They are an awful, dreadful football team. I have no use for them whatsoever. The Jaguars, remember that team that beat the Bills 9-6? to that team shows up, except they actually put some points on the board this time. Give me the Urban Meyerless Jacksonville Jaguars minus the four and a half. That is my favorite play of the week. Scott, the issue that you have is the fact that the Lions can't turn a corner because they're trapped in a circle. Is that it? That's the issue the Lions have. Okay, fair enough. Uh, T-Train says, enjoy the weekend. Secretary of War will be home soon. Nice. Hey, we got a week to go. I hope you fuckers got your Christmas shopping done. Scott, um, you get a pass on this one. I've still got a little bit to do, but Thank you. Uh, the main things have been uh, procured. So that's going to do it for us for this week, for this show, for this day. Hey, you guys, thanks for checking us out, man. We got, we got, uh, this is like the most live viewers we've ever had on the NFL show. So Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for joining us. Good luck on all your plays this weekend. NFL, bowl games, NBA. God bless you if you're if you're if you got the big if you got the big brass ones to bet on the uh, bet on the NBA this weekend and college basketball, hockey, whatever it is. You guys have a blast. Thanks for being here. We'll see you Monday, and uh, come back and check us out then, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we once again we'll try to head back to the window. Take care, everybody.